Okay. Wow. No pressure. Who wants to open up this one? <laughs> um, you know, I have a feeling I'll be asking a lot of the questions since I have access to that document. So maybe it can I be can something do it. else. Maddie. Yeah, Maddie should do it. I'll do my best. <laughs> Hello there, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Ultra Hope Girls, a Danganronpa podcast. Today is very exciting, but also a little bittersweet, because this, as of now, we anticipate this to be our final episode of the Ultra Hope Girls, a Danganronpa podcast, which is just crazy. I mean, as of the time we're sitting here recording this, we started this podcast exactly, almost exactly, three and a half years ago. And it is crazy that we have made it this far, that's been going this long. Um, but really, that is all because of you guys, the listeners. It is 100% like your support. We could not have done this without you. So thank you to everyone. We are going to dive right in. This is our season wrap up episode where we will be doing our ultimate tier list so all the characters from all the games we're going to be putting them to tier lists uh, that we made and sharing them with each other and we're also going to be answering some questions um some listener questions and whatnot to reflect upon so it'll be a good one um so hopefully you stick around and thanks for listening this episode will spoil the entirety of the danganronpa series but without further ado let's get started I'm Maddie. I'm Marin. And I'm Caroline. And we're the Ultra Hope Girls. One, two. Welcome to the Dong and Rumpa podcast. Showtime. You're on the threshold of an amazing episode. Showtime. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that actually got me emo. Yeah, yeah, not well. It's bittersweet. But friends, stay tuned to the end of the episode to hear what's next. Because Ooh. it's, y- you'll see. We'll keep you in suspense. <laughs> I like that. All right, everybody. Before we get started with our episode today, I am just going to shout out our patrons, current patrons and former patrons, just to show some appreciation for all of you um, as we yeah as we end this we want to thank all of you even if you are a patron just for a month um you will be shouted out here so we would just like to shout out nails sean super simputer that's a great name hope dexton scary sauce reina Wecon, john ham yui senpai caroline not me another caroline Lindsay, arasuto ray Mari, Madeline or Madeline, Tyson, Riley, Anna, Miles, Slayer Sentry, Brian, Jay, Siza, Grace, James, Chris, Trophy Bender, Gabby, Beth, Lappy, Lauren, Cool Grandma, Robert, Silent Sage, Trina, Amanda, James, Maeve, Joe, The Ocean Owl, Billy, Hans, Patrick, Haley, Jacob, Ivy, Victoria, Andy, Brian, Major S, Aaron, Boyana, Mahiru Kinney, 
Andrew, Ryan, Caden, Darren, Hannah, Valerie, Peter, Tyler, Adam, Sanke, Henry, Levi, Sunny D, Sam, and John. Thank you so much for all of your support. All right. So, my friends, should we start with perhaps our lowest tier? I think so. This one will just be Caroline and I um, for this lowest of low tiers, um, the F tier. It's true. (laughs) Yeehaw. I I did not make my tier list all the way through F. I did S, A, B, C, D. So, but by all means, share who you put in your F tier because we'll probably have some overlap with my D tier. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. Um, I'll start. I guess. Um, I have no one from game one. Game two, I have Teru Taru Hanamura, and um, no one from the anime. I have Haiji. Is that his name? Yep. Ugh. Yeah, that guy sucks. Haiji in the F tier. And that's it. No one from V3 either. Okay, we do have some overlap. Um, For my F tier, I have Leon and Hifumi from game one. Um, I have, which honestly, after seeing the other people I put in here, I kind of feel like I should have moved them to D tier. But we make no mistakes and no regrets. We continue on. (laughs) Um, Game two, um, I put Teru Teru and Kazuichi um, for game three or I guess the game three, um, I put Kurokuma and Taiji. Uh, and then for the Danganronpa anime, I put Ryota. He stays in my F tier. <laughs> Damn, okay. Damn. Um, yeah. All right. Um, and the way we thought we'd do this, just to keep things lively, um, we'll keep going just because- <laughs> Keep uh, things Maddie lively. Was- <laughs> just to keep things alive um was to throw in some of your questions to us um in between each tier yeah but we'll we'll uh, keep going to d tier since that one's pretty quick that way we do one with uh, all three of us um so maddie hit us with your d tier well my d tier actually just has two people in it and it is teru Whoa. teru and Hygie. See, that wow. was what my F tier was for. It was for because, the sex offenders. Yeah, see, that's fair. That's that's what I, I would have done that if I had thought to go all the way to F tier as well, because I was like looking at the other characters that I like kind of don't like. And I'm like, okay, but they're not literal sex offenders. So mm-hmm. I they can't go in the same tier. Right. There's so that like... was my my thought process. So the detail is reserved for those them. two. Um Marin said, had... You're her. <laughs> You're her. No, I'm just joking. if I had an F tier they would have gone there if i had a lower tier than f they would have gone there um also before we continue um i do feel it's important to note to our listeners that if you feel that you are similar to any of these characters please do not say that we are assigning you that same category that we are assigning those characters there are pros and cons to pretty much every character in danganronpa and so we um we are not cause it trying to cause offense um in yeah. any way your these are just are our valid. opinions exactly. yeah and also some of it at least for me some of what influenced my choices were not just like oh how much do i like this character as a person but sometimes it was also influenced by like what i think the character brings to that particular story or plot um Agreed. right yeah so definitely good 
thing to note. We sure. are not also, condoning the actions of all of these characters. Right, right. I'll do my deed here, which is from game one. We have Hifumi and Sayaka, my Zono. From game two, we have Kazuichi. From game Ultra Hope Girls, we have the all-black Monokuma, Kurakuma. Mm-hmm. and um baby leon what's his name little leon guy oh oh masaru masaru baby yes. leon yes baby sorry masaru i didn't even remember your name and then we have bandai from the anime and the uh fuhiko's sister from the anime whose name we can't remember this is so bad not to me not to me yes and then this is why we need Maddie around. Right, I know it's true. And then we have the candy, <laughs> the conf- ultimate confectioner from the anime, mm-hmm, whose name mm-hmm. I can't remember. <laughs> Ru- Rurika. Rurika. I know that oh one. God, I got that so one. Bad. Rurika. And then we have from V three, Mono Kid. <laughs> oh, I didn't put the Mono Cubs on my tier. Should I do that? Oh, um, yes. I would do that because I, I put I put all the mascots in. Oh, okay. Well. Okay. Um, give me like two seconds. <laughs> you must uh, update us if any are involved in your D tier. Nah. Or your okay. F if you want to throw that one in. If somehow one of the Mono Cubs makes it below, it's worse your than D-tier. hygiene. No, <laughs> no one can be worse. Literally than impossible. <laughs> all right, Marin, you want to go ahead and do yours? I do all right um d tier for some reason the only uh character that i included their motive i don't know how to say this do you guys remember in that one game where they had cards that had the people that they were closest to like scattered it was uh game three um ultra despair girls the only character from one of those cards that i chose to include on here actually no there's two of them one of them is celeste cat yeah, me I too. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. um, I put that one in D tier. I just there's some vibes that I I'm not liking from the picture alone. Um, <laughs> I I yeah, I just feel like you know maybe it may, maybe the cat is lovely. I haven't met them yet. Um, what's the cat's name? Yeah, oh, I, this is terrible. Hold on. Yeah, we got to get the cat's name. Also, I do feel like the cat. Just knowing what Celeste is like, I feel like the cat would only like Celeste. It would be one of those cats. And yeah, that definitely. doesn't do much for me. Oh, Grand Boy Sherry. Sherry. <laughs> Grand Boy Sherry. <laughs> Perfect. I had two people bears from game two, which is Monami and Usami. I didn't really like that character very much. Didn't do much for me. Um, and then game three, I have Kamaru. And then Shirokuma. I put Shirakuma in there as well. From the anime, I have Chisa. I have uh, Rurika, Gekko Gahara. And last from that anime is Sato. She made it there. Um, and then from V3, I have Gonta. I have Monokid. And I have uh, Monosuke. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we had Monokid in common there, uh, Caroline. No. Oh, very yeah. cool. 
So like we said, in between each tier, we'll be asking some of the questions that you guys uh, asked us on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, all that good stuff on Patreon as well. Um, Thank you for submitting those questions. It's always interesting to hear what you guys want to hear more about um, compared to, you know, what we might have talked about. It's uh, always a fun time to see what we're missing. So um, first question is from L Dexton on Twitter. Uh, question is, if you were in charge of creating the plot of Danganronpa 4, what would the setting be and what are some ultimate talents you'd like to see? Or maybe a repeat ultimate with different characteristics? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't know why, but my first instinct was like, I don't know how this would work either. But like, the bachelor but it's Danganronpa you know what I mean (laughs) so like it's like okay there's one bachelor and all the all the ladies you know for the bachelor obviously and I don't know how it would do like maybe when the bachelor doesn't choose one of the gals they get executed and and or there could be like a killing game aspect to like the actual like thing obviously this wouldn't work for high school students but adults people this would work for um yeah and some ultimate talents i would like to see this i mean in this season or any other i feel like there are some that i have thought like wow they haven't they've never done this like like that kind of feel obvious to me like i don't know ultimate actor like a theater performer something like that would be kind of fun i feel like ultimate beekeeper could be interesting ultimate zoologist i know we had like the animal breeder but that's different i mean that's not the same thing um but yeah those are just a few that i would want to see i think yeah i don't have any great answers for this but i feel like an easy new setting would be somewhere cold um since we've had (laughs) yeah we've had like i don't know a temperate school a beach and a glass dome of emotion um, <laughs> the, so... ta- the top of mount everest yeah exactly <laughs> it'd be a really small school <laughs> um on the top of a mountain uh yeah somewhere cold and with that maybe everyone would have some sort of like survivalist type of talent um you know i'm talking mm. about like ultimate navigator ultimate boy scout an ultimate Wait. girl scout and, and then would, part of the um, mystery solving aspect is did this person die from natural causes or were they murdered by another student mm-hmm. we're good, good wow. stuff interesting good. all right but yeah that's my answer i don't know if this is like this would be too much of like a ripoff of 999 but i've always thought it'd be interested interesting for them to do it on a cruise ship mm. um because like but I don't know if that's too similar to the island aspect, too. I was just thinking, like, you know, it could be interesting. It could be more of a challenge because the Blacken could just, like, chuck the body off the ship and no one would ever find it and there would be no body to examine. <laughs> um, maybe that would make it unfair. I don't know. But I don't know. Like, in terms of, um, like, ultimate talents, like oh gosh I think it would be interesting to see more that um more ultimate talents the su- that suggest something potentially kind of almost supernatural but you're not 100% sure whether or not it's like them just kind of messing with you like the I don't know the ultimate mind reader or like 
the ultimate um what was I just thinking of like the ultimate like spirit medium or something I know we had a seance in one of them but like it could be interesting to kind of play with that because that's almost one direction I were kind of I was kind of hoping they would go with like the Mm. ultimate magician and v3 and it just didn't go that way because she was clearly like very goofy but I think it would be interesting to have a something similar to that where like they're doing these things and you're like oh my god was that actually magic or are they just like messing with us you know um as another answer um what if it was no like everyone had an ultimate talent but none of them were known and you just had to decide (gasps) what you were the best at um oh you just have to pick (laughs) self-selection yeah and also i love the idea of someone with like the like most gross amount of confidence in an area that they are just absolutely terrible at. <laughs> ultimate fashionista, and they're wearing like Crocs. No hate on Crocs. I hey, love Crocs. Uh, don't hate on Crocs. Crocs that's a bad. That's fashion. a bad example. What's what's not fashionable? The skirt. <laughs> yeah, the skirt is a little questionable. <laughs> Um, someone nice. out there is wearing a skirt and Crocs and now feels sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and we 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 love you for whatever you're wearing. Yeah, you are the ultimate fashionista. So true. Isn't the ultimate fashionista someone who creates their own trends, Marin? I mean, oh, that's good. I think it's yeah. Junko. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these questions are going to be from our, our our folks over on Patreon, and if they asked us not to say their name um, or did not say whether we could then they will be nameless which is the case for this question um have you ever gotten into fan made games or video series just wondering because the danganronpa and other fan games pulled me back into this fandom after a couple years away i honestly think they're even better than the original and having seen your tier list there's one character you'd invent new letters above s4 to rank them properly but rambling aside there's a lot of projects out there with potential and i'm interested to hear your thoughts on them thanks i'm intrigued i admit i have not played any of the fan games i um but i am very curious to check them out um and that that does sound intriguing the one character we'd rank i think we all would rank above s that makes me wonder what type of character that is Mm -hmm. an antagonist yeah <laughs> yeah knowing us it's like byakuya kokichi nagito like combined so like like the old in one antagonist oh. right <laughs> um yeah i same answer as maddie i have not gotten into the fan made uh games but they are amazing and the little i've seen like the trailers and just advertising for them shows oh, yeah, they look awesome. an incredible amount of yeah talent and dedication um and i think it's awesome that people are finding the games after through those fan games yeah um and same answer i think part of why maybe like i have not gotten to doing that is just because when I'm doing my Danganronpa time and my Danganronpa prep, it's like to prep for this podcast. And so it's kind of like that has definitely fallen to the wayside. Um, but I have auditioned for a few fan gans. I've just not gotten the opportunity to be in one yet, but maybe one day, hopefully I would love to do that. So if you're developing a fan gan and you want a little trope girl in there, let me know because I'm in, I'm in. 
All right. Next question from Silent Sage on Patreon. Uh, the Danganronpa community has a lot of headcanons about what comes after V3's ending. So I'm curious, what do you guys think happens after V3? We kind of talked about this in our last episode, right? I think we did. Yeah. What happens after? No, did maybe we? not really. No, no, Ryan. I don't think we did. Yeah. Okay. I think we talked about what it meant for us, but not about the characters themselves as much. Totally. Okay. Mm. I would think that, like, unfortunately, in a society like that, that they're picturing, which in which people are, you know, obsessed with this kind of stuff, which is not not that different from our current actual society, um, that even if they did kind of like triumph at the end there and Danganronpa came to an end something else similar I think would have probably taken its place unfortunately Mm. I I do think that is kind of a probably a vicious cycle of you know people eventually will get bored again and want more entertainment and something else is gonna pop up that's gonna do that you know I don't don't think it's the kind of thing that can just be stamped out forever so maybe that's kind of like the pessimistic answer but um no that's (laughs) that's fair and on that i i actually i agree with you but i also think that shuichi maki and himiko probably lead a huge movement for that to come to an end and maybe they're Mm -hmm. advocates for um ending killing game media all of that stuff and my hope would be that they're successful so that's what i'm gonna headcanon um that they are successful in that and and educate people that life is worth living and enjoying in the demise of others is against that um, ideology. So, yeah. Concur with that and add that I hope part of their movement is like one of those uh, docu-series where it starts with like a, like uh, dim lights up to full lights and there's like an empty stool in the middle of the room and like Shuichi <laughs> walks out and he like adjusts his little mic and he's like... <sighs> is this on <laughs> and then uh, they start their little like talk about all the things they went through. <laughs> so um, true yeah, that's my canon all right um that's three questions let's get back to our tier list shall we do our ctr yeah i think we shall all right, all right maddie you want to go first sure ctr oh this is bad i don't know if i organized them adequately by two characters sort of three from game one I'll just explain why I say sort of three. Um, I have Sayaka, Hifumi, and Mukuro in my C tier. And Mukuro is kind of a sort of because we don't really like see her as herself until like the anime really. Um, but yeah, just Hifumi, I will say Hifumi was so much fun to voice in our like game get playthrough that we did on Twitch where we all were like voicing different characters. That was so much fun. But as a character, he always got on my nerves. Uh, Sayaka also just don't really love her. And then Mukuro, I'm just kind of not, I haven't been super impressed by Mukuro as a villain. Um, she kind of just has always felt like Junko's henchman to me, like kind of just, you know. For the second game, I have three characters and that is Mahiru, Hyoko, and Kazuichi. I'm like, okay with Mahiru but like Hyoko and Kazuichi I just didn't I just didn't really like as much and then from V3 I have 
three characters, like human characters, and then I have a few mama cubs as well. <laughs> the human characters I have in my C tier are Angie, Gonta, and Himiko. Just not my faves from that game. And then um, I have uh, Monokid, Monotaro, and Monophony in my C tier because I just, you know. Oh, I forgot to mention, I also have Monami in my C tier. Monami slash Usami from game two. Yes. From Ultra Despair Girls, I have Masaru and Shirakuma. And from the anime, I also have Munakata, sorry, Marin, uh, Rurika, Bandai, and Gekko Gahara. Wow. Wow, you just said all those names and they really do mean nothing to me. <laughs> I feel so bad. I feel like I don't remember any of these people um, from the anime. The anime, Confectioner Girl, Bandai, the one who's really racistly depicted. Yeah. Um, and Gekko Gahara, the green girl who actually is a robot the whole time. Oh, oh my gosh. For some reason, Gekko Gahara is not on my, like, it wasn't included in the grouping of characters. But I'll, no. I know where I would put her. So, I, I am probably forgetting people from the anime as well. Just saying. It's all good. Yeah. No worries. We did our darndest. That one I would probably need to rewatch again, like, two more times to really have a grasp of the characters' names. Whereas everyone else we talk about, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe we did talk about them the same amount, but the other ones seem to stick. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. All right. For my C tier, I have from game one, I have Leon, Makoto, Mukuro, and Ishimondo. I don't know if everyone included him. Um, oh, I didn't include him. <laughs> that's okay. I I just, yeah, I bleh, they're all kind of bleh for me, I feel. And I feel like Makoto gets a little bit of an upgrade in the anime, in my opinion. Um, but then in this tier list I'm looking at, it's just his derpy little Danganronpa trigger happy havoc sprite and and that's all I can see. So he's in C. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that. I feel like the others don't need, need a whole lot of explanation. I agree with you on Mukuro, Maddie, and then Leon. He's not in D just because, I mean, I think he's an interesting character and I think he's very memorable. I think his voice performance in particular in the English dub is very memorable. Um, yeah, so C, C tier. Um, game two, I have um, the ultimate imposter, um, Mahiru as well, and Mikan, which Mikan has been downgraded a couple tiers since our first time, just because I don't know, I was thinking about it and I was like, I don't know, man. I think I've outgrown Mikan. I, I think I'm I'm <laughs> I'm not as into her as I used to be. So there you go. Um, and then for um Ultra Despair Girls, we have Kamaru. So the Nayagis are still together. Don't you worry, y'all. They're not, they've never been separated and they never will be. Um, Yuta, Asahina, and Jotaro, and Shirakuma. Is that the white Monokuma, Shirakuma? Mm -hmm. Great. Um, yeah, I just, uh, well, actually, mm, okay. I, I'm actually going to move Jotaro up a tier, guys. I'm sorry. I'll I was going to say, I'm surprised. I'm we'll surprised you haven't let low. <laughs> We'll come back to that one. Come back to him. I don't know what I was thinking. So yes, Kamaru, Yuta, and Shirakuma. I just not a huge fan of Kamaru. I like her a little better than Makoto, but not by much. Yuta is we just don't know him long enough. 
that I feel like he gets enough development for him to be higher. And then Shirakuma is just okay. Just oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yuta, Yuta is one that I forgot to put in my tier. I probably put him in C as well. Okay. For that same heard. reason. Um, and then from the anime, we have um, the guy with the blonde hair and the hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh 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 um uh gosh his name starts with k is isn't he the one who, who saves kyoko yeah he's um uh koichi koichi kizakura kizakura, kizakura. right kizakura yeah well i think that's oh, for itself. That. yeah <laughs> then we have um chisa who i do remember um the guy who's gay but is closeted i like how i remember like their character traits i don't remember their names at all um and then we have um that guy marin hates with the uh, under eye bags ryota Ryota. and then we have mahiru's love interest sato who i remember because we just talked about her And then last but not least from the anime, because, wow, a lot of C-tier, anime people in the C-tier, is um, Jin Kirigiri. <laughs> oh, I forgot C- to put Jin in! He's, He's a C-tier dad I, and a C-tier I also forgot character. to put Jin. Yeah, he abandoned his entire family. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's like true. the only okay. thing, thing we know about him. C-tier, too. <laughs> All right. And then from V3, we have uh, Gonta. I actually like Gonta a little better he's grown on me he's sweet and my other podcast co-host emily really loves gonta and and kind of went to bat for gonta and i was like okay i I can i get it i think he's just a little guy you know just a little guy a little guy a little guy (laughs) and then we have samugi who i like in concept but not in character then we have rentaro we just he dies so soon i get it he's hot you know but I, yeah i don't get it quite frankly i really don't um and then we have Kom- um what's her name kaede i almost called her kamaru well kamaru is also in c tier because kaede and kamaru have i feel like have a lot of traits in common they're not exactly the same but yeah i don't like despise kaede she's just okay but i don't know yeah yeah and then we have angie yeah there's angie there she is there she is (laughs) she's there Um, and then we have as far as the cubs we have monophony monophony uh monosuke and monotaro in c Mm, a lot of them there Mm -hmm. yeah 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 all right my turn (laughs) all right um game one sayaka ishimondo and Mukuro, quite a few similarities to your guys's, it sounds like. Um, game two, I have Tugami, Kyoko, and Mahiru. Um, from the Ultra Despair Girls, I have Masaru. Um, who was the pink haired little girl? Oh, uh, Kotoko. Kotoko. Yeah, she is in there. Uh, also, Seiko, the ultimate pharmacist. Uh, Chihiro's dad. Um, Yuta. Chihiro's dad. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. Um, we all know that we talk about him being, you know, ultimate dad. But 
I can't forget that um, he didn't accept Chihiro, you know, for like, or he didn't create an environment where Chihiro felt like they could express mm-hmm. themselves. So, well, you know, C-tier. I will say when the competition is Jin Kiri Giri, kind of easy to be the <laughs> ultimate dad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you're right you're right um, yeah yeah i i hear you there um i guess by that logic i have to put Jin in in my d tier um he's fallen Jin. so far Jin Kirigiri. um also in c tier is yuda um i have monica um monica. which that one i i kind of teetered with uh being b or c tier but yeah she teetered C-tier, into c she teetered into c Exactly. Even tottered. Um, mm-hmm. And then um <laughs> from game four, uh V3, we have Shuichi. Sorry, Maddie. Um, I have Karekio. Uh, I have Samugi, uh, which I know that was a match with Caroline. Same oh, sorry, just there. just for clarification, I was booing at uh Marin's low ranking of Shuichi. Yeah. Just so it's clear for everyone at home. Yeah, just mm-hmm. what I was booing at, yeah. Very valid. Um, and Kaede, Rantaro, and uh, Mono Fanny, uh, for all the same reasons that you guys were saying. Um, yeah, I think Kurekyo probably dropped in tier most from when I first yeah. played. Um, yeah, I'd have to check that out, I guess. But yeah, a pretty hefty tier there for C. And mm-hmm. I will share that we all have in common in our C tier. We have all have Mukuro. Mahiru and Yuta. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah, those so are collectively the Ultra Hope girls have consensus that <laughs> these three belong in the C tier. <laughs> Did we have our word our is now law? No, just <laughs> so back. I combined F and D for Maddie, mm-hmm. and for F and D we have Teratero and Haiji, but the rest um no. Okay. Yeah understood i mean those are the most important ones to be in the lowest tier so yeah right it's yeah (laughs) everything's fine that's true all right question time all right our first question we have from ultimate t-a-m-i-t-l-u tamitlu on twitter what do you think kadaka was trying to communicate with this game with v3 Mm -hmm. oh specifically v3 i thought it was just all of Danganronpa. <laughs> the whole thing. Well, uh, that's going to take some time to unpack. <laughs> um, I think he was simultaneously trying to communicate a deep love for his fans and fan base and also a deep frustration with the world of being a content creator and game creator and creative mind because, um, you know, whether you're a musician or an actor or a writer or whatever, like there are always going to be people out there demanding that you do things a certain way. And if you try to change it up, you're going to get backlash. If you try to, um, or if you try to keep doing the same thing you've always done, you'll get backlash for people saying, oh, you're not versatile enough. Like it's kind of um, anytime you have a big enough fan base, it's kind of a lose-lose situation. There's always going to be someone who's unsatisfied and there's always going to be someone who's demanding more that kind of thing so I think it was supposed to be just kind of those two ideas simultaneously like I think he is in a way poking fun at the fan base and his frustrations with them but at the same time like it's very much like I think um yeah 
like a love letter to the fan base as well you know this really really well developed game that a lot of thought and love went into um for us to enjoy and um yeah i think it's those those two things together yeah i'll add to that because i do think it is a commentary on creativity and media um i think also it's a to what extent will people go to get famous and to achieve fame I think it's a huge message of that game end game as well. Um, mm-hmm. And also what does fiction mean to the consumer and does it matter? And I think that at the end of the day, he communicates that it does matter. Um, but yeah, that's, I would say what I would add to that. Yeah. All right. Next question from Billy Meyer on Patreon. Um, ultimate bed wed behead of the three casts. Which cast would you bed? Which cast would you wed? And which <gasps> cast would you behead? That All of is them? <laughs> a fabulous question. Oh my <laughs> god. <All> <laughs> I have to pull up my tier list to look at it. So like all of the people. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Every single person. Oh wow. I mean, I know this I know is... my answer actually. It's this pretty is... easy for me. It's okay. a hell of a question. I my answers. <laughs> oh, good question. My god. I feel like I'm gonna regret my answers, but that's okay. Know. You know, tastes change over time. That's fine. I think I'm gonna regret my answers no matter what I answer. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> okay, but I think I do have my answer. Okay, Caroline, you wanna go first since you had you had your answer years ago. Yes, I, I knew immediately. <laughs> I would behead the V3 cast. I think they're the most boring cast of all Wait, of the casts. I did individual people from each cast just like oh, whoever that's I, I wanted asked. to do. Oh. oh. I thought it was, I thought the implication both. was you have to do this to the entire to cast. all of the cast oh wow okay gotcha um i will have to reprep my answer but is let's that do, the implication uh, i don't i don't know that's the what i got from it that's what i tried to <laughs> ask for clarification Can you read the question me again, picking Mary? who i would bed from a palette of people <laughs> <laughs> um hey um here we go let me find that question one more time um okay ultimate bed wed behead out of the three casts, which cast would you bet? I see what you guys are saying. That does make more sense. Which cast would you wed and which cast would you behead? Um, I, I, I will rethink as you guys answer. I think it's the entire um, cast. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I would behead the V3 cast because they're the most boring cast. I would wed the Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc cast because I think that's the best cast <laughs> and then I would bed the Danganronpa 2 cast because that's um actually you know what I would be head the Danganronpa 3 anime cast because <laughs> 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 uh, clearly I don't anime. remember anyone's name <laughs> uh yeah so that's my answer. I thought of my new answer. Um, I would, I would wed the SDR two cast um, because when I was picking 
the one person I was going to wed from every single character they were included in there. Um, and then I would bed the V3 cast and I would behead the Trigger Happy Havoc cast. Even though I absolutely love the Trigger Happy Havoc cast, I feel like V3 for a betting experience <laughs> would <laughs> potentially be better. <laughs> that could be the new bed bath and beyond um slogan a betting so, experience a betting experience <laughs> um it's um, our, yeah. bed would be head could be called bed bath and beyond because you know you're, you're choosing your bed and then bath is like who you're like settling down into a domestic life with you know cleaning the bathroom and then and beyond, then who are you sending to the beyond the afterlife <laughs> um <weird>. um <laughs> we're gonna use that in our next thing we should have just and been calling it that the whole time. Beyond. <laughs> I would bed the V3 cast as well because I kind of agree with Marin. Um, I feel like that would be the most, yeah, just there's a higher proportion of characters in the V3 cast for me that I would do that with than the numbers in other games. Not this necessarily shocking like, news for me to hear. Just not based on like how strong a connection i feel to them based on the number of characters that i'm like okay i could <laughs> you know um but so i would <laughs> this is awful i would behead the sdr2 cast because and i would it would break my heart to do so because i love gundam so much i love like fuyuhiko so much whatever like i would not want to do that to those people but the fact that Teru Teru is a part of that cast is a massive deal breaker to me for oh, the other two options. I just realized I have to oh, wed him. Oh, no. Yeah, we'll all kill him together. Um, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I would <laughs> I would wed the Trigger Happy Havoc cast because they're they're pretty great characters, you know. Mm-hmm. Settle down, make a life. Byakuya is rich and that's the truth all right for our last question from WeCon on our patreon question is during the prologue you see kibo but he's wearing a big coat and hat all you can see is his face and hair also he doesn't say anything do you think kibo was always a robot or did the show turn him into one what do you Hmm. think regular high school student kibo was like Hmm. that's an interesting question i i I think he was always a robot because when you when you do look at his face, his face still looks the same. He kind of has those like lines. You know what I mean? Like I think he is still a robot, but regular high regular school kid keep I feel like he would just be a lot like Makoto. <laughs> I feel that it would be terrifying if he was not always a robot and they made yeah. him one. That yeah. is super spooky to me. So I'd like to think that he was always a robot. However, Asterix, I don't think that there is regular high school robot Kibo. I think that they pulled him out, made him for this show and this show only. And there was no past Kibo, um, potentially unlike the other characters. Yes, that's what I was going to say as well. I think that he doesn't exist outside of this version of the game um but i'll just do a little imagination game for a second if kibo were in school i think he'd be in the choir 
Um, I think you'd want to be in the chorus. <laughs> and everyone in the tenor section would be like, oh my God, why am I next to this guy? This is terrible. Um, I also think that he and Taka would be really good friends. Um, there's just something in me that feels like they'd be buddies. And I think maybe he'd also be like a hall patrol, a hall monitor, if you will. Um, but he'd be the one that people were like, ah, Kibo, he's cool, you know. He like keeps he's just a little guy you know um yeah because he's a little bit of a rule follower but he's not like a stick in the mud so yeah friends with taka perhaps yeah that's what i i was thinking friends with taka mm-hmm. yeah I he's like cute that. i like that little guy yeah uh well speaking of little guys it's time to go for, to the beat here <laughs> perfect All right, everybody, we're going to take our last quick break just for a little while. But before you go, if you want to hear what is coming up and what is happening, follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. We're Ultra Hope Girls Podcast everywhere. And if you want more Danganronpa fans to find what we're doing, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple. It really helps the podcast a lot. Thanks for being here, and we'll be back right after the break. mad uh, maddie i'm going first again oh yeah i mean we've just been rolling with you going first okay, sure um <laughs> all right so BTR, let me see um, i'm waiting for maddie to say she has no one in her b tier and it's just uh a c and d tier for her i have no one in my b no kidding <laughs> i'm a fairly large oh, b tier okay i have six people from the first game um so mondo and taka are in my b tier i like them but they weren't my favorite characters in that game um i do think they're pretty iconic but yeah um b tiers for like mostly the characters where i I either i'm like i like this character i'm like i'm kind of okay about that character but like i like them i just don't love them um junko is also in my b tier i think she has moments where she really shines as a villain and i think she has her moments where she falls flat and i've had conflicting feelings toward her i think throughout the series um i have makoto in my b tier not my favorite protagonist but not not a bad guy he's you know he's great he's perfect for caroline um Oh, stop that now. I can't, we can't even joke, we can't joke about yeah. that anymore because Caroline actually has, like, the joke will continue for all time. <laughs> Who is, sorry to break it to you, nothing like Makoto. Not Makoto at all. Um, <laughs> I also have Yasuhiro in my B tier. He's some comic relief at points, but I feel like doesn't go much beyond that. Um, and Leon. I like Leon, mm-hmm. I think, more than you guys like Leon, but um you know he he's not my favorite ever but um okay and for the second game i have oh do i really only have two okay well i have two characters from the second game in my b tier and that is um this one might surprise you but i actually have ibuki in my b tier which again i like her i like her a lot but I don't love her like she she's like quirky and like fun but she doesn't really have much more depth to her and then 
um, the ultimate imposter. I have in B tier as well. Hmm. Um, from V three, I have four characters, and they are Kaede. Similar levels to Makoto for me there. Uh, Karekio, who I used to love, and then just reflecting on the whole incest thing, I just can't. I can't. He's dropped a couple tears for me. Um, Sentence. I have. <laughs> I actually have Kibo in my B tier as well um and uh sumugi so hmm. similar feelings as like with junko there and then um from ultra despair girls i have kamaru similar also level to makoto <laughs> um i have monica in my b tier as well i was kind of meh about monica but i don't know um kotoko i have in my b tier as well um along with I think that's everyone from the Ultra Despair Girls. Yeah, that's everyone from Ultra Despair Girls. And then from the anime, I have Ryota. I like him a lot more than Marin does, but I don't love him. I have Chisa as well. Um, Yoi, the one with the dark eyeliner. Uh, he's kind of cool, but that's kind of it. Um, <laughs> and um, I also have Tengen in my B tier. Lastly, I do have a monocub in my B tier. Um, I have Monosuke, and he is oh. one tier above mm. Monokid, Monotaro, and Monophony, just because I think his character design is a little more cool than the other, those other three. He's got yeah, the, the accent. Yo, guys. I don't know. So, so yeah. true. There's, there's my B tier. I'm kind of non-committal about a lot of these characters in the B tier. Yeah. Like, just super like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> They're there. Yeah. yeah i'm feeling that um mm-hmm. okay man Ooh. okay b tier in my b tier we have from game one i have hina i love her but not enough to be an a tier i think no it hurts i do love her but it's like i i don't know i she's just a b tier character i think for me um and just like looking at the other characters in my A and S tier, I'm kind of like, I like them better, I think. Um, and then I have Junko, similar to Maddie. I just, I am so with you on just, I, I go back and forth with her so much. And I just, yeah, that's where she ended up. Um, I also had Mondo, similar with that. Um, and also included here, which Maddie did not mention, is um, Princess Piggles. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> purely based on vibes <laughs> Marin's losing it right now oh uh, yeah I did not put that one in here it was just it generated in the tier list maker I used and I was like well from the second game I have Monami I actually don't dislike Monami I think she's cute and fun and adorable and she makes me think of Chiaki so I, what could be bad about that um and then we have Akane in the B tier I love Akane but you know B tier um we also have Izuru Kamakura in the B tier as well as Hajime <laughs> and um Someone who got a major upgrade from the original placement, I put her in as Hyoko. I feel like I've ha- I've gotten a lot more appreciation for her character and her character development um, as I've as I've matured, you know. <laughs> as I've matured, I feel like uh, yeah, I just appreciate her more. 
I also have Peko from the second game and Sonia from the second game. Yeah, just uh, I like them all, but they're those two I feel like are a little blander in my opinion than others. So yeah, from Ultra Despair Girls, I have Kotoko or Kotoko. I, I cannot remember. I feel like we had the same struggle when we, did the, when we did the season two. Um, yeah. Jotaro, uh, Monica, and Chihiro's dad. yes king okay um and then from the anime i have great gozu uh munakata the old guy and the hot (laughs) mysterious yeah yeah yoy 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 and tengen (laughs) is the old guy yeah yeah okay yes um sweet hold on i'm just making a date uh and then from v3 i have maki meh for me sorry bro uh himiko meh for me sorry bro uh shuichi also meh for me sorry bro and uh kaito meh for me sorry bro (laughs) and also kibo who would be b plus i think technically in my oh okay so not meh not meh for me sorry bro yeah no 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 uh yeah so So there we go. There's a third of the V3 cast in the B tier. There was also (laughs) a third in the C tier. (laughs) Oh my goodness. A lot of the V3 cast made by like B and C tiers as well. All right. Um, Game one. Uh, AI Chihiro Alter Ego um, is in there. Um, Makoto is in my B tier. Celeste. um, Mondo. And Hina. I also put her there, Caroline. Same same vibes. Um, for game two, I have Peko and Fuyuhiko, Akane and Mikon. Um, Mikon for me also dropped down a little bit, although, you know, I think it was starting at, you know, one level difference for each of us um, for that one. But yeah, and then game three. I don't have anyone from Ultra Despair Girls. None of them are there. And then uh, from the anime, I have Tengen. I have, um, oh, I already forgot his name. Uh, blonde man with a hat. He's a Kura. Kura. Blonde yeah. man with a hat. Blonde man with a hat. <laughs> He's a And Yoi. Uh, Yoi also made my list there. Um, and then from V3, V3, I have uh, Himiko. I have Maki. I have Angie and uh karumi and miu and monotaro my highest monica yet yeah. um yet <laughs> keyword just um, you wait <laughs> just you wait. um but yeah that's that's about it um somebody i, I honestly kind of want to go back and like take this and take each um what's it called like take each game with the tier list I just made and compare it to the tier list that I made when it was just the game and see how different they would be because I I think they are like night and day for quite a bit of this maybe like like, evening and mid-morning right I feel like comparing (laughs) like certain characters once you have like all of them to compare them to I'm like man this just doesn't line up in the same way that it did that's yeah it really doesn't yeah Yeah. it's different like I think Tengen was a lot higher on my um yeah anime list but like looking at all these people no yeah sorry bud 
<laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah. All right. Question time. Let's pull oh, these up. Quickly, we have in common yes. in the B tier, we all had Mondo, oh, yes. Tengen, and Yoi. Yes. Whoa. So this is the final I feel like decision. That should, be, that should be our promotional image for this episode. It's just like the only the characters that made in it in list. <laughs> <laughs> we just didn't rank the other ones. Um yeah. yeah. Alrighty. Question one for this section. We have from Mukuro 404 from Patreon. What is your favorite dinosaur? Oh, fabulous question. <laughs> I love my that. favorite um, dinosaur is the triceratops that's a good mm-hmm. one great one. one my favorite dinosaur is the utah raptor it's a raptor whose remains were in fact discovered in the state of utah um it's oh. like a velociraptor but it's a lot bigger so it's more the size of how the velociraptors in the jurassic park movies are depicted it's like actually more like that Whereas real velociraptors were the size of like a small dog. So that is such a fun fact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My favorite dinosaur is the Brachiosaurus. Um, I love him. <laughs> so fair. Nice. Thanks. Nice. All right. Next question from Chris on Patreon. If the series were to continue, what direction would you like it to go? So now we're not making our own game. We're we're predicting. (laughs) (laughs) Northwest for me. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta be honest. I kind of don't want it to continue. I know. I know. Me too. That's kind of how I feel because the ending of V3 was so like it was such an ending you know what i mean yeah Yeah. it was one of the endings of all time truly it was an ending (laughs) it was an ending (laughs) no i totally agree with you yeah but we'll play caroline's game of pretend um from earlier if it was to continue on um i'd be down for a second ultra despair girls type game yeah Um, yeah a follow-up to that could be interesting yeah i just i don't feel like if they made that game i know now i'm backtracking on saying we're gonna pretend but um if they made that game it'd be kind of like like opening a closed door like how are we gonna get a more satisfying end in ultra despair girls 2 than v3 and maybe they will hear these words and say challenge accepted I know the only way I could see it continuing is if they did like an AU anime where like I don't even know that's not even true because these three like undermines everything we've ever known (laughs) I know it's like it's just it takes everything and just turns everything on its head yeah Yeah. so that's yeah I guess that's our answer collectively is like we don't see it continuing it's impossible to even pretend (laughs) um all right and then last question uh this one is from patreon what mono mono machine gifts would you most like to get perfect for the holiday season approaching so Um, true if you all want to know what to get us for christmas or the holidays (laughs) i'm gonna have to look these up (laughs) 
let's pick three items from this giant list that we right. would like to receive the char- like if we were the characters in the game the items that you give us and we'd have like the best reaction you know like yes the items we'd love versus the ones we'd be like okay thanks <laughs> i would like sea salt <laughs> oh good stuff you can put it on everything <laughs> i personally would like the mineral water everyone likes the mineral water <laughs> it's so true <laughs> But Gosh. nobody loves the mineral water. You know what I mean? Like everyone likes it, but no one loves it. And and what does that say about us? It says a lot, I think. All right. Yay. After much scouring on the internet, we finally have our answers to your question, and we have each picked three items to be on it our took like holiday minutes. wish list this year. <laughs> it was a very long time that we looked at those things. Um, Sorry. So, Marin, what's on your holiday wish list this year? Thank you for asking. Um, I did pick one from each game. Um, tried to limit myself there. So um, from Trigger Happy Havoc, it's item 89, which is the green costume. It says, as soon as you put this on, you'll feel like you can take on any challenge. It resembles, it resembles a stereotypical dinosaur. Um, so I don't know so if true. I'm influenced by the dinosaur question, but that sounds fantastic. Um, that. Um, from SDR2, I have... Uh, item 97 Jabba the frog it is a frog native to the island (laughs) (laughs) it has an extremely long lifespan said to live for approximately 600 years so he'd be my buddy for life that sounds pretty cool um from v3 i picked item 87 which is 46 moves of the killing game a card game with japanese characters related to killing games some cards are quote a metal bat to kill demons uh blackened are soaked in blood and certain evidence over arguments end quote um and i think that's a card game that we would play and also we would play in our discord and it would just be a grand old time Um, so true thank you so true bestie so true bestie on that note i'll go next i'll volunteer myself to go next um a number my first item i did not separate all the games because i found nothing from v3 that i particularly wanted so my first item is from trigger happy havoc and it's number item number 31 the bunny earmuffs and it says one of the most popular items from gothic lolita designer ina bauer so they're pretty Mm. cute my second item is also from Trigger Happy Havoc, and it is item number 82, and it's called The Voice-Changing Bowtie. I thought this would come quite in handy with my <laughs> my voiceover career. <laughs> um, it says, originally belonged to a detective who has the body of a child with the mind of a genius. The bowtie lets its user speak in a variety of voices. So that's pretty cool. And then lastly... From the second game is number 98, which is Iguana Daughter. <laughs> and and uh, that one was right underneath the frog one, Jabba the Frog. Um, iguana Daughter is an iguana native to Jabberwock Island. According to local legend, this creature was a cape, was sorry, this creature was originally a young maiden who was changed into this form through magic. So yeah yeah nice. so funny that they were right next to each other i know i was like i feel like Marin's <laughs> gonna pick iguana daughter i just like the yeah. name iguana daughter it's good it's a good one 
Um, okay, so I also I did separate mine between the games, so I picked one from each game. Um, from the first game, I chose item number fifty-six, which is the pretty hungry caterpillar. <laughs> um, it is a caterpillar toy that was all the rage years ago. As you pull it, it moves up and down, making it look alive. It's literally a worm on a string. Like, I that's iconic. How could I not be thrilled if someone got me a worm on a string? Just, just saying. Um, and then from the second game, I chose item number thirty-one, the earring of crushed evil. It's very, it's very Gundam, but I'm like, I, I love funky earrings. I love wearing funky earrings, but it's, it's actually two earrings. One is they're, they're wing shaped. One is silver, one is gold. So it's, um, an earring crafted by the legendary home tutor. I don't know what that's referencing, but, uh, crafted from silver and gold into the shape of a wing. The gold is said to increase luck while the silver is said to accumulate luck, which I don't know what's the difference there, but they look really cool and I would wear them. Um, and then from the third game, uh, I chose number item number 94, the, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, the Helping Yachi, Yaki, Yaki, Yachi, I think it's Yachi, the Helping it Yachi. It'd be Chi, yeah. Y-A-C-C-H-I. Um, that would actually be, you ready for a Duolingo lesson? That yes. means you like emphasize the consonant. So it'd be like like a break in between. So it'd be like yachi. Yachi. Okay. Almost like there's a T. Oh. Okay. Yachi. Thanks, Duolingo. Um You're really learning, girl. <laughs> yeah. So this is a robot mascot that looks like a killer whale. It can sense when its owner is distressed and offers a research solution. Um, so this is basically like having a therapy animal, just like that looks like it's a robot killer whale. Um, that's cool. that's amazing <laughs> and I love research solutions to distress you know like there you go this is like <laughs> the perfect gift for you Maddie do you do, yeah. would you imagine like or I imagine you with this gift like standing at the edge of a cliff and like you see whales start to breach the water and you're like I'm not feeling well. And then the animal's like, maybe take a walk outside. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Did so you remember true. to take your meds today? <laughs> Sunlight is good for you. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Good question. All right. That's a great question. <laughs> because that was a longer one, I think let's uh, maybe tilt back into uh, tier list. All right. We're ready when you are, Maddie. A tier time. A -tier I'm going time. first again. All right. All right. Let's do it. Okay. So in my A tier, the first one I have in my A tier actually is Monokuma himself because he's kind of an icon. Let's be real. Um, and then from the first game, mostly, um, I have, they're all out of order. I'm sorry. I just have this massive list. They're not like order. <laughs> games neatly okay four four characters from game one i have celeste hina byakuya <laughs> and genocide jack um and still with byakuya in my a tier not not the s tier for reasons that were discussed in the first games <laughs> it's fine maddie it's fine um everything's fine <laughs> it, it's but okay. he's like he's like a plus plus you know what i mean i don't I understand um, from the second game, 
I have seven from the second game. I have Mekon, who actually moved up for me because oh. I kind of, I don't know, I just, I eventually grew to like Mekon a lot and what she brings to the story and, you know. Um, Nekomaru, he is a great man. Uh, Chiaki, love her. Hajime, um, I do like him a lot. And I guess I forgot to list him, but I guess in the same vein, I'd probably put Izuru Kamakura along with Hajime in A tier. Um, Akane and Sonia, love those gals. And then from the third game, I have eight, eight from the third, from V3 in my A tier. Um, I have Rentaro. I do really like Rentaro. I know he's a mystery man, but I do. Um, Ryoma, Kirumi, Tenko, Mew, Kaito, who I almost put in S, but I, I I put him in A. I think he's better in A. Uh, Kokichi and Maki. Love those pals, but not quite S tier for me. And then from Ultra Despair Girls, I have Hiroko, Yasuhira's mom. What a gal, what a legend. Mm. Um, I have Nagisa and Jotaro. So those are definitely my two favorite of the the kids in that game for sure i think they're the most interesting um and then i have from the anime i have four characters from the anime um juso i do think he grows his character a lot in the series i think he's very a great character even though i don't know if i'd really like him as a person um, so he got bumped up a few tiers for me for sure. Great Gosu, love mm. him. Um, Seiko, the ultimate pharmacist. I think she's an interesting character. And I had Kizukura, the blonde guy with the hat. Um, because <laughs> because he saves he saves Kyoko's life. He sacrifices himself for her, and I gotta give him credit for that. Um, I also the last one I have in my eight here is Monodom, because he is by mm. far the best Monaco. So there you go. All right. Nice. So, okay. Hold on. I'm I'm changing. I'm making. I'm changing a few things. All right. My A tier from game one. We have Monokuma as well. Yeah, little guy and Celeste as well. And then the other characters I have in A are um, Sakura because she's great. I love her. Uh, Yasuhiro was kind of a, a like a dark horse in this whole lineup, but I really enjoy him. I, I gotta say, I feel like every time I play this game, I appreciate him more and more. Um, he's great. Uh, he He's like a fine wine, you know, he gets better with age. Um, <laughs> and then we have Kyoko. Love her. And Taka. I like Taka a lot. I really have grown to appreciate him. He's so cute. Um, and then in the second game, I have Nagito. <laughs> um, I have Chiaki and Fuyihiko. Um, just because, mm. I don't know, I, I look at my S tier and I don't have like the love for Nagito and Chiaki that I do for like these other characters in the S tier, I would say. Um, and then from Ultra Despair Girls, I have Toko Stinkbug. I have Hiroko. And I have Nagisa as well. Yep. 
I agree with you, Maddie. Those two are the best characters in that game, besides like literally Toko and Genocide Jack. Um, and then from the anime, the only character I have is Seiko Kimura. I really like her a lot. She's by far my favorite character in the anime. And then V3, I have actually quite a few. I think I have seven from V3. Um, I have Karekio. He's been bumped down. I'm not, I'm not insane. Okay. He's a tier if we're looking at everybody, you know? Um, and then we have Tenko and Ryoma and Mew and Kurumi and Kokichi and Monodum. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. So that's the, that's the lineup. All right. It's I feel like the higher up we've gone, the more different it's gotten, but I could be crazy. I guess we've had about the same number of like similar ones between all three of us going through, but all right. Um from Trigger Happy Havoc, I have Junko. I think she is she has I was gonna say she has flaws. That's obvious. Um, <laughs> she has flaws. <laughs> We all. <laughs> she she has some parts of her where I'm like okay like I do get a little bored sometimes but as a villain who literally wants to feel despair that is such a creative concept and like I love that I think it's fantastic um to have been a part of these games um so Junko uh Toko and Genocide Jack um and Kyoko um yeah I was torn about Kyoko and potentially toko going up to s tier but like you were saying caroline i was looking at my s tier and if i didn't feel the same love that i felt for the other characters i was like okay a tier which is no small feat a tier is great um sakura i also have hero in my a tier yeah absolutely um and then chihiro is my last uh a tier character um i also want to note um that I separated these three characters. All of the characters that my are in my personality test of who I'm most similar to are in my A tier. So additionally, we have Taka, Nekamaru, and Kaito. Which, if mm. that's not self love, I don't know what is. So I guess if they were an S tier, they're they're there. Um, okay, then from game two, I have Izu, uh, Izuru Kamakura. I have Sonia, um, Hajime. Ibuki, and that was it from game two. Hajime was really close to making it to S tier. Um, I think for a protagonist, he's pretty interesting. Um, so love that guy. Um, and then for Ultra Despair Girls, I have um, oh, I can't remember her name. Um, who is uh, Hiro's mom? Oh, um, uh, Hiro- Hiroko. Hiroko, yeah, Hiroko, she's up there, love nurses um Stan. be nice to your women in stem Stan. yeah <laughs> science um i also have um great gozu yes i guess this Correct. is out of the game oh i'm, I'm flip-flopping okay sorry we'll go back to ultra despair girls so uh hero's mom i have nagisa and i have toko stink bug um so true and then from the anime i have great gozu juzo and that's it. And then from V3, I have Kibo, uh, Kaito, I had mentioned, um, and Monodim. Hmm. Yeah. Maddie, where's Monodim for you? A tier. Oh, okay. So we all have Monodim too. Okay. So 
for all of the ones we have in common are Monodum, Hiroko, and Nagisa. Nice. Uh, oh, guys. Maddie, oh, guys. Maddie, where'd you put Toko Stinkbug? I didn't put Toko Stinkbug on the tier list. Can you put it in A tier? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> so Toko yeah, Stinkbug. No. Toko Stinkbug. It's <laughs> amazing. Wait, so what was the, the ones we had together, Carol? We have all the same ones we have are Hiroko, Nagisa, Monodum, and Toko Stinkbug. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's such a good A tier. All right. Next question is Who is winning a fight between the casts across the three mainline games? This person is thinking V3 over game one over game two. Okay. Like who would win in a fight? Like if they were all battling each other? Yeah. The fight to the death. Or maybe the fight to friendship. I don't know. I think SDR2 would win because they have Nekomaru, who's the ultimate team manager. And they also <laughs> have, like, Peko and Akane, mm. who can, like, fight. They have, like, people who are strong and can fight. And they also have a the ultimate team manager, like, the ultimate leader, essentially, who would be able to, like, organize their efforts to, you know, strategize and whatever. And they also have Nagito with his crazy luck, so I feel like something would happen that would favor them. Yeah, that I actually had a very similar thought as well um, with with that because I think they have a great combination of physical strength but also mental prowess. And I think even Chiaki would have a great role to play because she's played a lot of video games, so maybe she could give some input on battle strategy from video games that she's played. I don't know. Yeah, I just see the SDR2 cast. And also, the whole point of that game was like camaraderie and friendship in a way that I think is not uh, as emphasized in the other games. And so I really do see, see those ga- guy, little guys like being friends and like working together really well. So I would agree. I think the second game cast would win. Take here. I think we can all agree that V3 would lose. Um no, I would I agree. Know. Maybe that's how the take. Um, they have Probably. no camaraderie for a large portion of the game. And yeah, like they have small friendship groups, but I just don't know as a full team that they would mesh well enough to win a fight. I don't um, think they would. My, my hot take is I think Trigger Happy Havoc for the sole reason that Makoto Nayagi is on that team and he uh... has never lost. He doesn't lose. And I know the same argument might be made about uh, Nagito. However, Nagito isn't always around. We see him in uh, the Danganronpa 3 anime go off and do his own thing like all the time. <laughs> and so his luck is more like person focused where Makoto's mm. luck is like goal group focused mm. um, is my my hot take. Yeah, I could hear that. I, I get that. Thank you. all right next question is um from aaron on patreon with the end of the ultra hope girls podcast what has been the most prominent effect of three to four years of danganronpa analysis have you become somewhat injured to it or sick of it how has your relationship with danganronpa changed and has the experience changed your relationship with each other so uh we did Mm-hmm. I don't think we talked about but... Rompa itself very much. Um, yeah. And I will say, I think that it is so interesting how 
my relationship to it has changed. And I also feel, oh man, I don't even know how to start with this. Okay. So Danganronpa, when we started this podcast, started out as sort of just like something that I really loved and wanted to discuss more and learn more about. And as we reach the end of this podcast, I can say that like a huge um, part of like this process and learning more about Danganronpa has also been learning more about like video games and voiceover in general and learning like about different voice actors and who they've worked with. Um, so now Danganronpa has almost become that the the seed that became my career. I mean, really, is the truth. Um, so that's my answer with that. I think Danganronpa itself, I'm definitely like feeling a little bit like fried, <laughs> fried <laughs> of Danganronpa just because we have hammered it at home so much. And also because I feel like I love the first game so much more than the other two games and all of the spinoffs that I just feel like with every season we do, I feel further and further away from like the heart of what I fell in love with in the first place in a way. Um, because when I reread fan, when I read fan fiction, cause I still do, cause I do love Danganronpa and now I know way more about it than I ever thought I ever would. Um, <laughs> it's always first game characters and first game people. Cause I just, it's my favorite cast. Um, I think it's, it's Danganronpa in its purest form. Um, yeah, I'll start with that and then we can talk about, I guess, well, actually I can just touch on how has our relationship with each other changed? I feel like we were definitely like, well, okay. I'll say like COVID helped this too. It wasn't just this podcast, but I feel like COVID really for me made me realize like who my real friends were and who I really cared to spend time with despite like distance or whatever. And I think very quickly it became clear that the three of us were very gravitated to each other as soon as COVID started because we have just a very deep and long friendship with each other. Um, yeah. And so I think um, we have all three learned like how we work together. Um, and I think we've grown a lot closer in these these years as well and get gotten to know each other. I mean, we literally have gone through many major life events together. Like we've all graduated from college during the time this podcast is out. We've all moved away from home in the time this podcast has come out. And so it's like, we are so different from the people we were when we started, but I also think it's great that we've been along the journey with each other. So yeah, that's how I, that's how I'm feeling. Um, for Dong and Rumpa, for me, I feel very similarly to Caroline. Um, I know way more about it than I thought I ever would when I first played it, um, <laughs> for sure. I I struggle to say I'm sick of it because there's such a like negative like connotation with that. Um, if I were to meet someone new tomorrow and we were to become really close friends, I would love to watch them play through this game. I am not so sick of it that like I, you know... I never want to see it again like I I never want to talk about it like Danganronpa is great because you know like there's always a new conversation with it I think and it does a really good job of bringing in what's happening in real life to um like a game and and making those conversations a little bit more accessible um so yeah no I'm definitely not sick of Danganronpa I do feel excited for the future and potentially like what 
comes next, which we'll talk about. But I'm excited to like Caroline have a little bit more of that creative um, burst <laughs> of energy, a little bit more creative um, excitement. Um, but no, I, I think we'll love it forever um, in our own ways. And then for each other, ditto to what Caroline said. Um, I think it's been really cool to see as we are now young adults, um, our strengths from childhood or maybe our personality traits from childhood turn into strengths um, that each of us brings to um, when we meet. And that's just really cool watching. It's really cool to get to watch two incredible uh, ladies grow up um, alongside me. Three. Yeah, Three. Who's the what third? if you were like two incredible ladies, me and Caroline? <laughs> no, I mean, I get to watch you two. Just like... <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I'm just joshing. Yeah, it's um been nice watching one of you two. With, you know, s- echoing similar sentiments from my two gal pals over here. <laughs> um, I have absolutely not gotten sick of Danganronpa. Um, I still love it. I still have posters on my walls of Kyoko, Gundam, and Shuichi. I, yeah, I still love it. I am still in the process. We've stalled out a little bit, but I'm still in the process of making my boyfriend play all the games. We're working through the second game right now, but we've stalled out for a while. We need to get back into it. But, and then every time, if I, if I go on Twitch and I see someone streaming Danganronpa, I get excited. I'm like, oh, let me pop in and see where they're at. Like, I definitely still love it. And yeah it's just been amazing with this this past three and a half years like um you know it started out as just this kind of fun thing for us to do during covid but it i think it really turned into like i mean it turned into like just not only a way for us to like expand our professional lives in a way especially caroline with her you know being able to market herself and get into the world of voice acting and freelancing and um, that kind of thing, the connections that we've made, but also it just, it has meant the world to me to like, be able to reconnect with you two so strongly, like since high school and just be able to get back into like, just being besties again. And like being able to talk to each other on a regular basis, the three of us. And that has just been so important to me for these last couple of years. Just, I love you guys a lot too i'm really thankful for you too and i'm thankful for this podcast for bringing us together again i know me too Mm. i'm yeah really grateful and i'll just mention here uh because we just had this discussion um if you did not hear your question it likely means that we have answered it on a previous podcast episode at some point so we have not answered all the questions that were submitted just because um yeah we've answered some of them already so we skipped those but yeah, so check check out pat, the past pods for your to search for your answer. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Am I going with the S tier now? You are, girl. You are. All right. Well, here we go. This is so. I'm. I'm like getting like a little emotional because I know we're nearing the end. Okay. I know. Go ahead. Go. Go. Okay. <laughs> I have four characters in my S tier from the first game, and they are Chihiro, Sakura. Kyoko and Toko. I love, love, love these characters so much. I would die for them, but except I wouldn't because they're not actually real. But if they were, I might. Um, <laughs> just very, very strong characters. Like, and, you know, Toko, I know was not 
my favorite when I first started out with that, you know, the first game, but I really grew to just absolutely adore her. And yeah. Um, from the second game, I have three characters um, and they are Nagito, unsurprisingly, probably Fuyuhiko, love him, and Gundam, my number one favorite character in the entire so, series, probably. <laughs> so Maddie, your Walmart Byakuya sentiment has, has gone out the building about Fuyuhiko. That was you. Said that? <laughs> I've always um, loved Fuyuhiko. No. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought He's it was Maddie D-tip. for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's so that funny. was the marinism uh yeah i've always loved fiko and his character development um but gundam is by far my favorite character in the entire Rumpa franchise he's the center poster of my three Rumpa character posters up there um of him and i have one character from v3 in my s tier and it's shuichi because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i be. love him so much and i just want to give him a hug yeah so, do you have anyone yeah. from uh ultra hope girls or diamond rumpa 3 ultra hope girls why well, have all <laughs> i'd have you two in my s tier um, but no i don't have anyone from the anime or ultra despair girls in my s tier that is that is it that's my s tier yeah that's my tier um okay my s tier from trigger happy havoc i have four characters i have mm, drum roll please byakuya togami (laughs) yes Um, i think he's probably my hit he or toko are my favorite character in the whole game speaking of toko i also have toko in my s tier as well as genocide jack i love both of them very much um yeah i mean they're the only two characters i have on a body pillow so i think that says all that needs to be said um and then my last character is chihiro i really like chihiro a lot um yeah he's just a sweetie and i just i don't know i feel like he was my first favorite character when i was first introduced to danganronpa and has come and returned to be one of my favorites as well so yeah that's that's that and then from the second game i have gundam as well surprise surprise we love our our Gundam he is such a little guy um and then I also have a Buki Miyota I just I she is one of my favorite characters I think she is so fun um yeah it's just a such a blessing to know her voice actress and be her be friends with her and just like see how like a Buki like Julie is in real life it's very cute um and then uh Nekomaru is also in my S tier I really like Nekomaru a lot I I just like really admire his character and I really like that he embodies uh, a lot of traits that like deny toxic masculinity despite the way he looks because I think people would look at him and be like oh that's some macho guy who's like got some is gonna be toxic but he's like totally the opposite he's just a little guy um so yeah and then uh, the only other character I have in my um, my S tier is uh, Grand Boy Cherie, uh, Celeste's cat, <laughs> because nice. he's nice. such a little good boy, and I love I love a cat, and he's so cute, and cats are always in the S tier unless they scratch me. So, actually, even my yet. own cats have scratched me, and they're still in my S tier. So, you know, <laughs> the limit does not exist. The limit does not exist all right uh s tier starting off with monokuma couldn't be here without him i think um yeah so junko was in my a tier but monokuma's in my s tier because he's funny like yeah he's messed up but like 
I cannot think of a better mascot for this game series. Like I like personality wise too. I I just yeah. I you you gotta you gotta love him kind of <laughs> throughout. Um yeah, Monokuma's is there. Um. Next up is that one girl in the back of Sayaka's uh, pop group with the one face. <laughs> the one that was your Discord profile oh picture for all. Yeah, that's the one. Oh so true. We're all so true. She's us here and we all know it. Um, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> um, next is my last uh, Trigger Happy Havoc character is Byakuya. Um, yeah. And no no other words needed. I mean, it's Byakuya. Um a lot i know i said this in a tier a lot of people were super close to teetering between s and a for trigger happy havoc so i totally get what you guys are saying um for that but yeah for game two i have chiaki gundam and nagito um oh my gosh i love them so much wow yeah yeah oh my heart chiaki's the one character that i thought about getting like a commemorative like tattoo about um which is very uh sdr to wait very S tier. That's what I meant. Um, very yeah. S tier vibes. <laughs> very S tier vibes. Um, and then I do have some people from um, the mini games from Ultra Despair Girls, Jotaro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I make no apologies. Um, you shouldn't, as you should then, not. And then uh, from the anime, I have uh, Munakata. Word. He made it there. He Muna made it. Oh, yes, he did. Um, yeah, I just, oh my gosh. They're, oh, yeah, I, I want to delve back into like discussing those games, but I'll just stop because we already did that. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, Who do we have in common, Caroline, in our eight uh, STUs? Well, the only person that we have in common wait, is. Wait, I'm not done. I'm not oh, done. I have two, not time. three. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I have Rioma. Mm. because he's got to be in someone's s tier and to um to no one's surprise kokichi yeah word yes yeah yep um the only character we all have in common is gundam tanaka which i think is so appropriate good that is so good good. yeah yeah that's a green flag right there a green flag perhaps is that the ultra girls all agree that gundam is best boy (laughs) Because he is. Absolutely. He is best boy. Um, if uh, Gundam has no fans, then the three of us are dead. So true. Oh, girl, you're so right. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, now to answer the last and perhaps most pressing question that we have received in our request for questions is what's what's going on? What What's happening to the pod? Um, what is happening? What is happening is a great question. So um this episode is going to be the last episode of ultra hope girls r.i.p and peace ultra hope girls we love you you were a great fun ride um no i sound so i'm like not even joking it's very sad and i'm i'm really like i feel like i'm like still a little bit in denial um that it's ending but it's fine um but don't you worry because me and Marin. Are not going anywhere so me so okay to to note on that matt beloved maddie beloved sweet maddie who we love and adore <laughs> you know we're at a different place in our lives than we were you know when we started this and our goals have changed and maddie just expressed to us that she was like 
you know, guys, I just want to like do my thing. And like, I don't know if podcasting is for me. And we were like, girl, you're valid, but she'll always be in our fandom spaces. So if we start a new discord server, for example, for the new podcast, she'll be there. She's going to be around. Um, Yeah. So like Maddie's around and there's no tea or drama. It is simply just, yes. Yeah. yeah, We're just like, it's, we're shifting gears, but Marin and I had differences. Yeah. No, 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 (laughs) nothing. Taking things in a different direction, Maddie. And our direction. I'm going to make my own podcast by myself. <laughs> we no, it's, really it, it is, didn't like. It is very true. Well, ask Caroline. Sorry, I feel like I should just. Yeah, please, quick, please. But, um, yeah. It's very true. I just kind of don't see myself as a podcaster going forward. I have a lot like of stuff in my life that's like on my plate right now. And, um, you know, it's just I think the right choice is for me to um step back from from podcasting and um I, but I have loved it so much I've enjoyed it and I love all you listeners and like patrons and people have supported us like I am so touched by how much support you've shown us and yes I will still be around I'm really bad at checking the discord server but I will still be checking I will be there every now and then I will pop in um I promise but yeah I just yeah. wanted to yeah, and I'm gonna be going to grad school in less than a year. That's yeah, insane. Dude. So that's gonna be that's I yeah, that's gonna be a lot. You have things to worry about. Capital T things. <laughs> right. Like like you're like, I yeah, totally, dude. Um Real talk is um I got tired of being told that my black and white um answers were unreasonable. So we kicked Maddie so we out. Kicked Maddie out. Oh my god, that's so she came in with these like maybe there's gray area and, and you were like it. I'm not gonna hear it. <laughs> no, for real. We love you, Maddie. Yeah, no, we do. And Caroline it was, said is so real. Guys. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's so valid. Yeah. So with full transparency, that's what's up. And uh yeah. but Marin and I are planning on doing another podcast together that is going to be in the same creative vein as ultra hope girls so we're not exactly sure what that's going to look like yet we have a couple of ideas we're thinking video game analysis still we're thinking potentially anime analysis but if you're a fan of the dong and rompa games the games that we're going to be covering will sort of have some overlap so it'll be like a nice little like leeway into like the next thing because it's you know I feel like the fan overlap is going to be quite similar and we look forward to seeing you guys there but that said me and Mary need a little sleep we need like a little nap we need like a little creative break I think so we're <laughs> gonna take a hibernation for a couple of months but keep watch mm-hmm. yeah hibernation you know me I'm just hibernating yeah. mm-hmm. all over the place um <laughs> But um, keep an eye in our um, for patrons on our Discord server and on our in- our Twitter and Instagram. We will be posting once we are like launching that new pod. So stay tuned. And um, speaking of Patreon, that's the last thing we have to talk about. So for Patreon, our plan is once Marin and I start our new podcast, we will use the same Patreon. This is all with Maddie's permission. She's cool with all of this. We've talked it through. Indeed, indeed, and. Uh, so we're going to be turning that Patreon into the new podcast Patreon for Marin and I. And again, Maddie will be part of certain aspects of that, which is pretty great. And um, but during our little break, we're going to be taking um, we will not be posting bonus episodes on Patreon. However, we will still have our 
book club meeting regularly monthly and Marin will still be running uh Marin's movie mayhem um because we just I, I literally was like I don't want to stop book club while we're sleeping like I'll wake up to read a book every once in a while you know um so you still the have things to look forward to movies yeah and we'll be in the discord hanging out maybe we'll do a game night who knows so yeah just all those things you have to look forward to but yeah we're just going to take a little sleep little break but yeah that's the plan and we're excited about this new plan but also sad at the end of this chapter and uh just we say this with great appreciation to you all so sending love we love you guys and thank you for listening yeah and i don't know that this will ever make it to their ears but to the creators of Danganronpa, thanks. Um, this has been a really, really exciting three and a half year um, adventure into trying to pick your brains um, for what started this and, and ended it. And that's just been really cool. So thanks for making content. Yeah, Keep making content, everyone. It's great. That's so true. Yeah, totally. And um, also, I guess this was a question for my other podcast that ended, and I'll touch on it here. All of our episodes are still going to be available on Apple and Spotify for like the infinite future so they'll always be there <laughs> so it's not like they're gonna go away um and i think we'll probably make a brief announcement on our podcast like distribution um of the new podcast so we'll like post here as well if you don't have twitter or instagram you can still still find out what's going on don't worry we won't leave you in the dark but yeah all right Marin, you want to do a final send-off i'm so emotional i feel overwhelmed um yes i would love to okay. um it's a good emotional everyone um Thank you so, so, so much for coming to listen today. It has been an absolute journey um, and I won't rehash everything we've said, but we appreciate you guys so much. Um, if you like what you're hearing here, if you want to hear what's next, if you want to stay in the loop, like Caroline said, make sure you follow us on Twitter, um, follow us on our uh, TikTok and Instagram and all that good stuff. Uh, make sure that you become a patron. If, if you're missing hearing from us, we will, like Caroline said, still be active on there um, to get to talk to. So um, yeah, definitely catch us there and and stay tuned for an exciting next chapter in uh, the, the three of our lives. And oh, we will, we will miss this so much. And we are so grateful for, for all of the memories that we've made here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's, um, let's sign it off my friends um we already did a bedwet behead earlier in this too so it's we did perfect. the ultimate bed we did we really did and we did like the ultimate like battle ground like of like all of the <laughs> oh my god all yeah right. um we'll see you guys soon we will talk to you soon bye everybody bye, bye. <laughs>